0: Welcome back to Focus live from Indianwood Golf and Country Club for the 20th annual Paul W. Smith Golf Classic to benefit a whole lot of kids in our area. And aside from all the work he does at General Motors, um, Terry Radigan is so plugged in and so vital to some of the biggest events that also come to our area. Paul W., able to catch up with him ahead of today's outing.
1: From the beginning, we knew we could depend on General Motors. And we could depend on Terry Radigan, who is now Vice President, Global Communications and Corporate Giving for General Motors, and the Detroit Sports Commission recently named him the new chair of the Detroit Sports Organizing Corporation. So he's a busy guy, but never too busy to spend some time with us as he is right now. As I say, Terry Radigan, thank you to you and all the hardworking men and women of General Motors that you represent for helping 55,000 kids a year in this Paul W. Smith Golf Classic to benefit children's charities. God bless you, Terry, and everyone at GM.
2: Well, God bless you, Paul W., and everyone involved in your amazing uh, golf outing. 20 years and almost $8 million. You are to be commended and thanked for that, and we are very, very proud to have been a – A partner with you since the inception so from the beginning great yep absolutely
1: well it does feel great and it feels great helping all those kids uh, and through all of our charities it's been a pleasure and a privilege and uh, and having uh, the opportunity to spend more time with people like you terry radigan has been uh, extra special for me on a personal note because you're such a good guy and you represent a great company that is so important to detroit to michigan to the industry, to these United States. And I remember it it wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't that long ago, our own Lloyd Jackson, who you can enjoy in the mornings with Guy Gordon now on WJR, when there was an event that Lloyd was emceeing, coordinating, hosting, along with Mary Barra and Mayor Mike Duggan, where uh, uh, there was a... Big sum of money pledged. Tell me about that. That we're near an anniversary of that, aren't we, Paul W? Believe it or not, that was just two years ago, uh, in September of, of
2: 21. Where exactly right, Paul? Excuse me, uh, Mayor Duggan, Mary Barra, and uh, Lloyd Jackson got together, and uh, we had a press conference that that Lloyd moderated, where we announced that General Motors would contribute 50 million dollars over five years to charities in our great city of Detroit. And we're proud that here we are just two years later, we've already committed and invested $35 million of wow. that 50. So we're tracking pretty good to uh, to exceed that uh, by quite a, a large margin, and, and we'll exceed it early as well. But that's just because we have such amazing nonprofit partners here in the city of Detroit that are worthy of our investment, and they're making things better for for our citizens and that's what it's really all about
1: well terry radigan there it's just astonishing what general motors does and gives back to the community Um, besides providing excellent jobs and so many other things that a big company provides you go over and above that uh, you've been leading the company's charitable efforts uh and and you had like a At one point, we were looking at a $60 million nonprofit grant portfolio and add to that because of the employee volunteerism and engagement and community relations. Um, your, Your effect on our community since joining GM in 1988 has been phenomenal, and it just continues. And every indication is, especially with that meeting two years ago with Mary Barra and the mayor. And our own Lloyd Jackson to, to commit another fifty million and be at thirty five million already uh, you're going to run out of money before the five years is up
2: it's such an honor, and we are here uh headquartered in this city for well over a hundred years it's actually about one hundred and twelve years we've been part of the fabric of this city, and uh it's our it's our privilege and it's our responsibility to give back and and we're happy to do that.
1: Well, I I just know how busy you are helping out as an officer of the Detroit Economic Club, Board of Directors of the Automotive Hall of Fame, United Way for Southeastern Michigan. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. and, And I know you do as much as you can for your alma mater, Michigan State University. So we're thrilled that you've taken time to be a part of this conversation, but more importantly, for 20 years, a part of the way that we can raise money to help 55,000 kids a year through these various charities. I hope you feel good about that because, well, because we couldn't have done it without you, Terry.
2: Well, I feel great about it, and the men and women of General Motors feel great about it, and we owe you, Paul W., a debt of gratitude for making it reality. Congratulations on 20 years, and thank you so much for everything you do.
1: God bless you for that, Terry Radigan, and more. Vice President, Global Communications, Corporate Giving at General Motors. And, of course, now too, the chair of the Detroit Sports Organizing Corporation, which we've talked with him about. And we'll be talking about uh, with him of all the great things coming our way in the days ahead.
0: All right. Welcome back. Good to have you with us uh, live from Indianwood Golf and Country Club for the Paul W. Smith Golf Classic. And, uh, Dave, I got to tell you this. I. Uh, as bullish as I was on the Lions going into that uh, uh, Thursday night league-wide opening game with, the, with the, the Kansas City Chiefs, I predicted the win. I also predicted they'd hold them to 20 points. I was pretty bullish on that game yesterday, too. You, you can't turn the ball over three times. You can't. You, you, you. They, they, they squandered an opportunity away against a beatable team. They took them to overtime, and they should have won.
3: Yeah, a couple of things. I agree with you on the turnover battle. Anytime you lose the turnover battle, you're going to lose the game. Um, I'm a little worried about Dan Campbell going on fourth down so many times.
0: So here's what I he didn't gives,
3: understand. He gives them like 50 yards, you know, you got half the field at that point.
0: Here's the thing that I didn't understand about that game. They drove the field towards the end of, of regulation in that fourth quarter. They had two timeouts in their pocket. And they opted for the safe play to kick the field goal. Why? If Dan Campbell is truly as aggressive as we think he is, I I think we've got a pretty good sample size of his willingness to be aggressive. Why not push it? Because you know the way the NFL overtime is. There's a possibility that you don't even touch the ball in overtime. Lo and behold, it's exactly what happened. Seattle wins the toss, they elect to take the ball, and they go down and score a touchdown. Why? Why, when you've got two timeouts in your pocket, are you not aggressive enough to try to get into the end zone towards the end of the game?
1: I'm I'm not here right now. You're not here. But I can't stand this, because why in the world would all of the team owners accept a rule that says, if we go into overtime, whoever wins the coin toss has a 90% chance of winning the game before they get on the field?
3: Well, remember, so it used to be that you could kick a field goal and win. Then they changed it, and then it was if you kick a field goal, the other team gets a chance. Then it got changed again to only in the playoffs, if you kick a field goal or you score a touchdown, the other team gets a chance. I agree with you. I think that the NFL needs to, during the regular season,
1: give the other
3: team a chance, even if they score a touchdown. You have
1: to have Or you have to be able to touch the ball. It's
3: overtime. It's not one-sided overtime. Or I like college football rules. Go to college football. Have them start. Have them start twenty-five. Kick the extra point, and then after that, go for two points. But I saw at the time. end of
0: that game, you know, Aiden Hutchinson was held on that last play where they scored the yes. touchdown. oh, he, he was. was. It doesn't matter. Right. You had an opportunity to win that game. You had multiple right. opportunities to put that team away. Right. and you couldn't.
3: Right, but I, and they have one. Uh, does and, this worry you? Hmm. Does this does, and, this
0: does this put a cloud yes. over them?
3: Yes, it does. And Why? I, and I, because I think they also they. They have got one sack of a quarterback in two games, and it was only because Geno Smith decided to run 30 yards backwards, <laughs> yeah. and he basically sacked himself. So they're not getting any pressure on the quarterback, which is not, help, which is not helping their secondary. And then I think I just heard today that, that Houston is done. Would you for look at while.
0: that? We got to go. Don't listen to what he has to say, people. He's not with you. He's not with you. Don't, don't listen to what he has to say. Uh, we will be just fine. All right, we'll continue on from the Paul W. Smith Golf Classic next here from Indianwood.